hello, welcome to Animoot once again. Uh, I'm sure we've talked about uh, procrastination in various themes from time to time, uh, but I've been doing more reading up on it because I've always, I've always personally thought, I don't know if you'd agree with me, that it's not a time management issue, but more of like an anxiety thing. You mentioned that very briefly in one of the recent episodes. Yeah, and I wanted to elaborate on a bit more because I've been reading up a bit on that because it's like... I'm not a psychologist. This is just through observation. Uh, let's let's read up a little bit on it. Uh, and something I stumble across, and you know, take everything with a grain of salt, I suppose, is uh, the reason why you tend to avoid tasks. Apparently, is your brain treats it as if it's a real threat, which is why you run away from it. <laughs> That's so silly. I and you read this. That's yeah, yeah, I can't remember really? what, like, like a part of the brain, which I've written down somewhere, which I probably should have dug out if we're going to do an episode on it. Uh, but that thing is activated in the same way that if you were to, like, see something threatening in the street. Okay, okay. So this is what's fascinating to me. Does that therefore mean that if you are the type of person who does not necessarily procrastinate, does that mean you have no fear? <laughs> I think it, I, I, I don't think so. It's just for some reason, the fear of tasks isn't one of them. Maybe it's a phobia of... A task phobia? I, it's got something more to do, it depends on the task, because like maybe it's like, you know, fear of failure, uh, it, something not turning out the same as your vision, uh, uh, maybe even fear of boredom. If it's a really monotonous or grindy task. Oh, yes. Um, the fear of like having to focus for a long time. Like, oh man, I don't want to be exhausted. You know what's not exhausting? Anything else. I really do not have a problem with procrastination. But one of the reasons for that is because by the way I procrastinate is by working on something else that also needs to be done. So I'm like, well, I really don't want to do that. Guess I'll go make the bread for today instead of doing that drawing. See, so yeah, that, that might be a common one for a lot of students as well, where it's like you got like the big project that takes like a year and that will get procrastinated by doing like the smaller essays and things. Uh, and I guess, yeah, for adults rather than doing your actual work, it's like, oh, well, you know, you get around to somehow organizing all your books into alphabetical order is of the utmost importance. Uh, sure. I mean, that's like today I'm trying to do trying to do an animated skit for my next video. But the problem is I'm instead of doing little animals, which is my favorite, I'm trying to do people. I'm trying to do all these new ideas with people. And oh my gosh, I cannot draw people anymore. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, so what I've been trying to do is uh, the beginning of every day, just open up a page of whatever people and do some life drawing because, oh man, it is it is not pretty. My speed drawings of people and stuff like that, they're better than stick figures, but they're definitely nothing compared to some of the people I follow who I really appreciate now for how good they are at doing portraiture. So walk us through your emotional process as you approach this task. Okay, so if, as a task I'm going to procrastinate on. Okay, so for me lately, in animation, I usually procrastinate when I have a fear. So again, coming into that anxiety thing of making something below my personal standard. Yeah, so, but, but you also don't seem to struggle with procrastination. I feel like, personally, I would put it off oh i did i did so today i did i worked on that a little bit i recorded a little bit of it to put on an animoot episode i can probably put it on this one maybe and 
I did that for about an hour and a half. And then the bread that I had started this morning was almost ready. So I, I went and I was like, oh, man, there's 30 more minutes. I guess I'll just have to keep keep drawing these people for 30 more minutes. And I managed it. But then I suddenly realized that maybe it was nice outside and I should spend the rest of the entire day weeding the flower bed out front. But that's super interesting because you'd already done so much. Like, surely you were over the threshold of the initial fear of, will this suck? Usually I can get out of that rut. Once I get going, it's fine. Yeah, so this is a case where that wasn't the case. You'd already gotten started, but it was still tough to continue. Yep, um, just couldn't get into it. The problem is with this, since I'm working on something that I'm not very good at, in fact, it's probably one of my biggest weaknesses, then it's frustrating because it's not very fun. So not only is it a chore... It's not fun either. So of course they don't want to do it. <laughs> I think personally, it's pretty rare that I struggle with procrastinating once I've started. It's it's beginning anything that is unpredictable. That is the biggest fear. So And, and it is a different kind of emotion depending on the type of task. Uh, so recording is a biggie. Uh, the podcast is a lot easier because I have to be here to meet, <laughs> meet you to do it. Uh, but for personal stuff, that can comfortably be put off for days at a time because something about the the mood of performance mode or not really you know like will I blank will I not know what to say will it sound awful and then also knowing that as soon as it's done it needs to be edited and it's like okay I'll strap myself in for a few hours of having to listen to my own voice which is never really a great time really you after even after all of the videos you've done you still have the thing where you can't stand to the sound of your own voice? Well, I mean, I've adapted to it, but it isn't exactly uh, like a, a pleasure. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily cringe at it in the same way that someone who's listening to their voice for the first time. But it isn't something that I'd actively look forward to because it's always going to be at least a little bit confronting. Really? I, that's fascinating because I don't... I grew out of that very quickly and I don't even think about it. I'm just listening to the voice to clean it up. Anybody who has to edit their voice as much as someone in our position, uh, you get used to it and you don't even think about it. But clearly, I was wrong. <laughs> I get used to it if it's very regular. If it's happening like every other day, then it's fine. But more than probably more than a couple of weeks without doing it, then, then it gets tough. Uh, and editing that recording pretty much needs to happen within, like, like pretty much right away. Like I'll finish the recording and then go in and clean up all the ums and ahs and do that basic pass while it's still fresh. Uh, coming back to a raw recording weeks later to clean it is, if for some reason, I really dread that. I don't know why. Yeah, I clean it up right away because otherwise it's just, it's it's a really tedious chore. So you kind of want to do it right away after you're done recording. So then you can also can record if something went wrong. You're, everything's all set up for you to just fix it right there. Still being in the same mindset, I think also makes a big difference. Because if it's say, um, like weeks later, then it's already the fear of, well, what if this episode sucks? I don't want to have to deal with that yet. <laughs> yeah. And since I've been doing the voice acting for these skits too, and since I don't have the budget anymore to pay for voice actors, um, well, you know, there's a lot of animators on YouTube who just do their own voices, and there definitely need to be more women who do that because all of the ones I follow are guys. So animators. Yeah, yeah, it's like they just do all of the voices for all of the oh, characters. Oh, right, right, yeah. I thought for like original productions and stuff, because like as far as the the more 
story timey animators are concerned, those are almost always the storyteller who's you know narrating it. Oh yeah, but that's just a narration. This is just an actual like, skit. Like you, it's not you know told. It's not told third person. I guess. Um, I guess we were talking about what type of fear it is that causes the procrastination. So in my case, it's the fear of making something that's crap and having to show it to everybody. Because I know in my case, when I make something, it's gonna everybody's gonna see it. So if it's crap, I guess everybody has to see it, and I'll just you know cover my eyes in shame and hope not too many people jab fingers at me for for not being perfect. Ah. So that's one way that the mind could perceive it as a threat. But a different type of task, let's say um, taxes, you know, like doing a real adult task. Yeah, what about it? Well, you know, it's easy to put off that kind of thing too because it's like, oh, I have to like go back through 12 months worth of records and it's just really dull. I have to gather it all together. Like when I get into it, I get really into it. And like like the records are like super dense. My mind can't retain it all though. And a, a couple of weeks later, I've forgotten it all. So I think that's why I perceive that one as a threat because it's like, oh man, like my mind is not able to contain any of this information. I'm going to have to reread all of these notes. Blah. So procrastination happens when you perceive something as a threat. I don't know. I, I mean, I could definitely see procrastination as being a form of anxiety, which is interesting because it it compounds on itself, right? If you're a high anxiety person and you keep putting something off, doesn't that just make you more anxious? <laughs> of course it does. That's why it's such a big problem. And that's why things get put off for years. Uh, you know, like, so, like, how many... I, this is... I feel like this is a fruitless conversation because you don't struggle with procrastination. You won't be able to relate to any of this stuff. But, like, say, like, a very small thing. It might even be, like, a two-minute task. Um, but because it's been put off for six to 12 months, <laughs> it now just feels so monumental that the barrier to entry is so large uh, that it feels almost impossible. Okay, for example, I've got a real one right now. On For, for Christmas, a couple of years ago, I've got these little, like, uh, cups with, like, it's like just add water vegetables or something like they're like a little tablet with like seeds in them or whatever. And I think it's got maybe some soil and like, you just got to fill it with water and put it on the shelf. And then like, I don't know, a freaking carrot will grow out of this cup. I don't know. Um, so it doesn't take long to do. It's meant to be like a real fast and easy baby's first veggie garden sort of thing. And it's been on my shelf unstarted for a year and a half. Okay, so where is it on your shelf right now? It's on my shelf right now. I'm looking at it because it's it's in line of sight. Go being get it. like, you got to get around <laughs> to that someday. It. Yeah, but I got to read the directions. I got to make sure that I do them all properly. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, so, yeah. So that's the point, right? I was like, okay, now let's finally do this. And then someone was like, well, it's coming into winter. They probably like you know. And then they read the package, and it's like, yeah, yeah. And I planted in spring. I was like, oh, well, I guess I got to wait another six months now. And then a part of me like lit up, being like, oh, I don't have to do it. <laughs> I have an excuse not to. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous this is, this is totally asinine very but i think it demonstrates the point very clearly that even if it's a you know the task itself isn't the point it's 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 the barrier that gets thicker and thicker because it's a you know people say perpetual motion machines don't exist <laughs> but i guess the opposite does where the more a task is avoided the more impossible it will become and i'm sure there'll be more than a few people in uh listening that can relate to this sort of thing and it's such a small thing. Okay, all right. So I'll fess up then. 
I have. And it's not it's not even that I'm procrastinating because I don't want to do it. It's just I just haven't done it. Um in my email inbox, I leave messages unread if I haven't dealt with them. <laughs> so, you know, at the top of the inbox right now, it's the podcast is happening. can delete that. But at the bottom of the inbox, there's, there's maybe nine messages here. The very last message is from 2016. <laughs> and it says, add the Sinwolf mod to the Sinwolf website. And I still haven't done it. It would take two minutes. To go in there and just drop a link somewhere. Here, you can play the game with the with these characters. Just download this mod. All right. But I haven't done it. And it's been in my notification. It's just been sitting at the top of my email inbox for four years. <laughs> for four years. Okay. This is a perfect <laughs> example. Perfect example. You say that's not procrastinating. Absolutely procrastinating. It's one of those things where it's like you like you glance at it and then your eyes automatically divert away. Don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> For some reason, that task is more difficult or less important. Whatever your mind conceives, uh, that it will get worse. That will be there in 10 years and it will feel like an even more gargantuan thing because of how irrelevant the task is. But for some reason, you still can't quite let it go. It it's totally irrelevant at this point. Um, it just it doesn't even matter. I actually went into that website last week because I'm trying to. Speaking of procrastination, I went into my list of things to do and I said I'm 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 sick of this. And I just started doing all the things that had been on there for a year. And I actually crossed some of them out without doing them. For example, I was going to do a how I made episode 100 and kind of talk about the backstory. And it was a very strange idea. Blah blah blah. And I thought. Well, for the amount of effort it would make, it would be to create that video, it's not really worth it. So I just crossed it off. I'm not going to do it. And that's a very interesting thought because you're saying it's the, the act of crossing it off was a lot easier than deleting it. You see, you never actually deleted anything. It was just like a, like a, a note almost. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I just have a physical written list. I, I think I mentioned this before and I just, I, I looked at it and I said, nope. It's time to let go of that. But it means it was more of a, it sounds like at least that it's more of a a, a mental note that you're not going to do it rather than officially canceling it. Yet. No, it's official. At at the time though, is that what it felt like? Like did, like walk us through, did you go into that task being like, let's delete some projects? So I, I looked at my list and I said, okay, I've had create a complete Sinwolf PDF of all the comics that have ever been made on my list for over a year now. And I don't want to look at this again. I'm so sick of seeing that on my list. Let's do it. So I spent the day, fixed the website, because as I was trying to create this, I found some problems with the website, made the PDF, scratched it off. Then I thought, okay, well, you know, now that I'm on a roll, I may as well start doing some of these other things. Uh, update the Adobe Animate class I have. So I went in, I did that, and I scratched it off. And then I went down to the next thing, which was the one I just talked about, making of episode number 100, how I did it. The point was to make a video about a video that failed. But the video itself that I would be making now would also fail. So do I really want to compound on that failure? <laughs> and the answer to that was no. Okay, so there's a couple of things here that is super interesting as to how I think the mind is working in regards to different procrastination types. The first is the way that you got started was this like soft blow. Uh, and I went through this recently with um, <clears throat> just like 
uh, sometimes with like sending emails to people or like getting in touch can be like all like a bit daunting. Like, like when you write the email in the email page, getting started with that sucks. Like, um, have you had the scenario where someone sent you a message and then you don't get back to them for a couple of weeks? And then at that point, it's like, well, I can't get back to them now. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm an idiot. Yeah. Right. So, right. Um, you know, like the, that, that feeling, the way that I get around it is, well, I'll write the email just in like a Word document. I'm not going to send it. I'll, I'll just, <laughs> That's so because, because that way it's just out of my head. And for some reason that alone is enough to take the pressure off to sort of like get started. And then once it's there, you can sort of like get your head around it and then sort of like craft it into something that isn't embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is it takes the pressure off. It, it removes the threat perception that this is something that needs to be avoided. Oh, and I'm sure that there are ways to do that with a lot of other stuff. Uh, so in regards to deleting uh, tasks, uh, you did a similar thing where at first you're like, well, I'm just going to like, you know, cross it out. And then once you've done that a couple of times, that sort of got you into the mindset that you're like, hey, yeah, I don't need this. I, I'm i going to cancel it officially. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, you sort of like tiptoed in, like you went into the shallow end. Uh, and I liken this to uh, the a very similar uh, form of uh, procrastination fear when it comes to throwing things away. Like how many times have you taken something out of a box in storage and said, should I throw this away? <laughs> no, no, I'll do it at the, like the next time I move or something like that. Like the only time you ever look at this item is to contemplate whether or not you should <laughs> chuck it up. <laughs> so it could be considered that that's a form of procrastination too, not throwing the thing away. So to get over that, um, I just have what I call the purge pile. It's not things that I'm committing to throwing yeah. away, but it's just that initial thought of like, oh yeah, I could probably chuck this. And then once there's a couple of things in that pile, you almost get a high from it. It's like, oh, I can throw anything away. And then like the, the pile gets really big. And then I sort of look at it and be like, okay, well, how many of these things do I only really look at to think, is it time to chuck this away? Then probably yes. And if I'm feeling a little bit sentimental, I'll take a photo of the objects. So that way I, I can remember <laughs> this pair of binoculars if I really want to, <laughs> whatever. I like the, the idea of getting high off of it because once it's true, once you get into it, um, in the case of throwing things away, you just start throwing everything away. You're like, man, it feels so good. Get rid of this. this clean shelves. Just get, I don't need this box. Why have I been saving this happy Christmas box? For It's because it's pretty. I don't need it anymore. Garbage. <laughs> Recycling. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so I guess the same goes for animation as far as putting it off and then some, maybe sometimes even starting with a smaller project or a warm-up drawing and then going, okay, yeah, yeah, I can do this now. Yeah, so, uh, like, I probably am not the person to be giving advice on procrastination because I'm such a sufferer of it myself. Um, but I've started working in a proper studio again in the last couple of weeks, still doing personal projects, but just in a professional space where I try to be there from nine to five and I'm surrounded by people. Uh, and that makes a huge difference where, because like, I can't just go do something else instead of getting work done. Like I know that next time I sit down at that desk, that task has to happen. And it, it, it allowed me to meditate a little bit more on what procrastination feels like, because they're like, there's all those urges where it's just like, my mind could be like, Oh, I could do this task, do this task. But also the dread of, well, no, you can't. You're not at home. You can't just, you know, go play video <laughs> games or watch YouTube yep. videos or whatever. Um, so I was just sort of like standing there in the in the studio kitchen just being like, okay, well, let's just like think through the task and like 
what what is it in particular that I'm afraid of? What will happen if those fears are realized? What will happen if they don't? Uh, and sort of just like f- properly feel those pains and what they're like. And then it was like, okay, well then let's just like, let's just st- get started as a practice and then see what happens. And then, you know, I got like all of it done in like an hour and a half. Like it was, it was fine. <laughs> it was no big deal. No big deal. Of course it's no big deal. Like pretty much all these tasks are no big deal. Like getting an essay done is like, well, I suppose it can be a bigger deal if it's like a huge part of your grade or whatever. But, you know, like the, the, the act of actually sitting down and doing it isn't that big a deal. You know, the procrastination, there was no fear of writing. I've never had a fear of writing. So there was no procrastination there because there's no fear of well, what if it's bad? Because I never felt like my writing was bad. <laughs> so I had no reason to procrastinate on it. So you're some kind of freak who did their homework before it was due. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Once it was done, then I was free to do whatever I wanted. So that's, see, that's the correct mindset. That's how we all want to be. But I can't help but feel that you're in the stark minority here. Well, that's for that particular thing, though. But again, we were talking about animating people. And here I am. I've only animated for two hours today because I'm so anxious about everybody looking at my drawings and being like, man, you suck. But you still animated for two hours. It's not. That's nothing. The thing that would get me through that hurdle is just the whole like, well, I'm not going to show it to anybody. Uh, the way I've been getting over it is by doing some kind of warm-up. So at least I go, okay, I'm trying to improve, all right? So as long as I'm trying to improve, it's going to suck at first, but it's, it has to suck before it gets better. So just shut up and at least work on it a little bit today. Do you intend to show it to people, though? Because, like, if you if you didn't, then wouldn't that make it a little bit easier? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would. It would. If I did a bunch of practice stuff that didn't show to anybody... And it wouldn't matter. So that's the point of doing the warm-ups, though. But the problem is, in my situation, I need to be producing something. So it's just, it's not going to be up to my standard. And the only way to get it up to my standard is to continually do poorly over and over and over again until it's good. Or at least if you approach (laughs) the task from the point of view of assuming that you won't publish it. And then once it's all completed, you could look at it and be like, well, it's done now. I might as well publish it. Yeah. Oh, the other thing is, I guess if it were really bad, I don't have to publish it and I could just share it privately with my Patreons. Exactly. Well, isn't that how this podcast got started as well? It's like, well, let's just do a pilot and if it's no good, we won't launch it. Yeah. Well, you have to try it out too. You can't just, I mean, you don't want to just make it and then say, okay, it's done. Boop. There you go, everybody. My point is, is I, I tend to be able to get into a lot more stuff if it's like, if there's some sort of like practice mode first, like, like I try and think what is... What is like the fear of the procrastination that's like, why is it there? What's causing it? Uh, and how could that little aspect of it get removed or softened in some way? Yeah, not publishing it. That, it, you know, it didn't even cross my mind. But the thing is, I also am aware that even though it's not, you know, even though the drawings are lacking, it doesn't really matter because the, the important part is the entertainment aspect. So... Well, let's uh, rattle through a couple of different types of procrastination because I really think that the um, what what the the brain is avoiding is different for different types. Because like, getting art done, it could be like okay, fear of uh, not liking it or other people not liking it. We've talked a lot about that. Um, then there's the like like chores and things that are difficult. Like I mentioned taxes before, because it's like oh, you got to do math and read stuff. Uh, so that fear is um, just just the worst. Like, is really physically difficult. 
I get through that by um, the the practice method we were talking about. So it's just kind of like, well, let's just gather stuff and I'll just like, you know, write it in a notebook and I'll just like write lots of stuff down. And then once all the information is sort of just like collected, it's like, oh, well, now I feel like I've I've obtained the tools in order to do this. You know, so that fear was coming from just a fear of unknown. What am I going to discover in this task? I don't want to have to do things that I don't know. So it's like, oh, now I know. Uh, maybe something a bit simple, like doing the dishes could be something that's easy to put off. Because the fear there is, it's kind of monotonous and boring. Uh, so I get through that by just, you know, put the phone or the iPad there. And, you know, that's a very easy task to have like Netflix going while getting it done. Oh, I see. I see. You know, so if the fear is just simply boredom. Uh, that can be that. Uh, so sometimes uh, editing audio is the similar thing. It's certainly not difficult, but it can be kind of dull uh, because it's also like you can't really multitask <laughs> during it. You can't. That's the thing about audio editing. Yeah, you, you can't be listening to videos on the side. Um, but, you know, instrumental music is sometimes okay if, it's, if you're just dealing with the voices phase. Um, but the main way that I get through it is um, because like it is just like that focus grind is one, not putting it off straight after the recording. Uh, and second, uh, just sort of getting like a bit G'd up and usually putting on like, like I try and make a game out of that one. Like, like t- put a, like a stopwatch on and be like, okay, how, f- look at how long the timeline is versus how long it takes to edit. And, you know, like the ones where you're just going through deleting ums and ahs and like you, you do a pass, like listening through it at double speed. And I'm trying to stay ahead of the playhead. There's something weirdly competitive about audio editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I've had to make a game out of, I ed- editing the audio. That's the case for a lot of my editing. I think like video editing. Uh, that's a different kind of game because it's like assembling a puzzle. It's like assembling a puzzle. You know, like where do all these pieces slot together to make the most interesting result? Yeah, video editing is one of those things where it's just the the worst grinding. Blah. I mean. I don't know. I have a very strong amount of willpower and resolve to just do grinding. <laughs> that's from too, too many hours of Pokemon as a kid. I'm really good at grinding tasks. <laughs> and that's the other big one, of course, is just the, the what you say with willpower, just like the whole like, no, I'm just going to do it. Summoning that aspect of yourself is kind of tricky, though. All right. Anything else about the psychology that you've read about procrastination? It's it's interesting to me because it's never anything that I've looked into since it's not an issue that I really struggle with. I'm always interested in hearing people's thoughts on their own dealings with procrastination. I think it's a little bit different for everybody, but at the same time, it's weirdly relatable for everyone too. Because when you see comment threads about it, they're filled with, oh, I I'm so glad I'm not the only one dealing with this problem. Like it feels like there's something wrong with you, even though it's very inherently normal. Do you procrastinate? Do you get like I do? Do you get nervous about people judging your artwork and then that makes you procrastinate? So what's your shtick? Put it in the comments below. Specifically, what I'd really like to hear is um, if you think you suffer from different types of procrastination and what are the different kinds of fears involved in them? Whether it be avoiding boredom, uh, avoiding judgment, et cetera, et cetera. 